Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Loose Cannons are on the air. What are we doing? What are you doing? Steve Hartman. So anytime I have two live guys, mm-hmm. they're, oh. my, they're my showmen. And Mike Costa. We're your boys. All right. No worries. <laughs> if we get that, that up on SportsSD.com <laughs> on the Canon page, that'll put us over the top. On Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. A way to compete. A way to compete. Our number two, the Loose Cannons on your home of everything San Diego sports. Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. 1350 in the IE, Hartman back, Costa out again, back Pete Fox than ever. here for another full week as a loose cannon. By the way, it is so much better for you on this show than any other show, isn't it? I mean, let's say. Well, uh, as I said, uh, when Willard questioned my loyalty because, mm. you know, they were doing a Mark and Rich GoFundMe page to get enough money to have their name on <laughs> the stadium formerly known as Qualcomm. You know, I said, hey, uh, I'm a loose cannon. So my loyalty is with whomever I am working that week. So today I am loyal to you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you very much, Pete. Oh, we have a history, and it obviously means a lot to you. And an <laughs> update on their GoFundMe page for the yes. stadium renaming. So far, their dollar amount. Zero point zero. Well on their way <laughs> to raising the money they're looking for. All right. You look at the time. You know what time it is. Four and four. Four and four. Four, four top stores of the four day. Four. Ernie four Martinez. Four. He's four. He's always laughing. Four, four and four. Four and four. He's brought to you by Sombrero Mexican Food. Serving the freshest San Diego-style Mexican food. And, of course, Sombrero Mexican food is the best of the best when you have, let's face it, the bowls, the burritos, whatever you're going to have, you are going to have phenomenal food. Now, Ernie Martinez, I showed you a photo. As I was walking Mm -hmm. the streets of New York, I suddenly looked to my left, and I see this sign for a restaurant, Sombrero. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm thinking, I took this picture too. Yep. And I'm thinking, rip off. <laughs> because there's only one sombrero Mexican food. This called itself Sombrero Restaurant. And I'm looking, I'm like, fake news, fake restaurant. <laughs> fake was it spelled restaurant. S-U-M, no, sombrero? it was spelled Sombrero. Yeah, S O M B R E R O. I showed it. Are you shocked? I mean, should we sue? What are we doing here, Ernie? Well, it was nice that you actually saw it. You've got the picture. Yes. I think we should look and move forward with this. Yeah, I, I need <laughs> to talk to our friends at Sombrero Mexican Food because I think there's a copyright infringement. No we, question about that. When in doubt, litigate, right? Yes. But we all know there is one Sombrero. One Sombrero. There is one Sombrero. I did not go in this place. I just took a picture of the outside and said, fake. How dare you? Fake. You should have just walked sombrero. in and just shook yeah. your head at it. I wanted to spray paint fake sombrero (laughs) restaurant. All right, let's get it started. Number four. She was poor for the money. So 
TV reality star craves money. Yeah, if you're an ex-TV reality star, oh, which there are many. She's a broadcaster. Many, Come on. So when you're on reality TV, which is whatever it is, <laughs> you get paid to, we're not quite sure. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, so Jay Cutler, who signed a one-year $10 million deal with another potential $3 million in incentives uh, with the Miami Dolphins, joining his old buddy Adam Gase out there, says that his ultimate decision to take the job was due to his wife. And I'll bet that was because, you see, when you're not playing quarterback in the NFL making $10 million plus a year, you're not making that working as a commentator for Fox. So no. I'm sure she told him, look, Kristen Cavallari, as you know, the former uh, Laguna Beach star, uh, take the money. We need to maintain a certain lifestyle here. So who you knows? A, you sound like you're looking down your nose at this decision, Steve. This is I, the I'm right just, call. All I'm saying is <laughs> when he says his wife made the decision, yeah, she I'm sure she the did. The word is encouraged. Mm. That's like when uh, Albert Pujols told everyone that God told him to go to the Anaheim Angels or the L.A. Angels of Anaheim. Same with I Reggie said, well, White. God is a very fiscally responsible person. So, of course, he's going to tell you to go there because the angels are giving you more money than anyone else. Uh, I, I'm, maybe maybe the conversation went like this. Jay's like talking to his wife, says, you know, honey, you know, I played a long time in the NFL. You know, all this scare about the CTE stuff. She goes, forget that, man. Take the money. What do I care about your CTE? Forget it. Don't worry about it. It's not going to happen to you. You'll be okay. Look at I those know, other guys. Yeah. I'm no math genius, but I think $10 million is more than $1 million. <laughs> Exactly. Now, was he going to get this much money? $10 he... million a year for to be a commentator? No, 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 no. When he became a free agent and decided to retire and hang it up. Well, I'm sure he would have looked for a multi-year contract. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't in the market to sign a one-year deal. Look, it's a one-year deal. He's going to make $10 million. Not bad, right? Not That's bad. Money. Not bad. Ten he may million. not even be the starter. They might go with Matt Moore. And by the way, why did they offer him so much money? Who like knows? he had other options? <laughs> Were they in a bidding <laughs> war for Jay Cutler? Respect, man. I mean, Respect. I would have given him a one-year $2 million deal. There you go, Jay. You want to play again? Why did you have to give him $10 million? That's a very good question. I have no idea why they paid him so much. But we know. I, by the way, Brent, you are the biggest Jay Cutler. You're the only Jay Cutler fan we know. <laughs> uh, come on. Me and Kristen. I mean, you have compared Jay Cutler to Philip Rivers. You say they're basically the same guy. Look, look yeah. at their stats. Yeah. Your so. stats guy. Look at their stats. I've been uh, arguing with people all weekend. On now, would you be bitter if Jay Cutler is hoisting the uh, Lombardi no. trophy as a Miami Dolphin no. this year? I, I said on Facebook yesterday when he signed, yeah. I hope – Cutler goes down there and kills it. Wow. Look at just, that. Just, you know, all the all the people that, you know, they're good throwing excuses on other quarterbacks for not having lines mm -hmm. and other things, but Cutler doesn't get any of those excuses. So wow. I, hope, I hope he goes down there and proves everyone wrong and, you know, gives it them the old two-finger salute. Yeah, I'm, not a like big, me now. I'm not a big Ryan Tannehill guy anyway. So. Well, nobody well, is. That's why yeah. Cutler's when there. When you have $112 million, Steve, you yeah. need another 10, you know? You got yeah. <laughs> exactly. to make sure everything is secure. Yeah, but, uh, boy, they stole him away from everyone else. Don't even think about Cutler. And, like, I think we already passed on the guy. All right, we move on. Number three.
Cancer claims two baseball all-stars. Don Baylor, uh, I got to know Baylor a little bit, going even yeah. back to his days with the Angels. Uh, obviously, he was also a major league manager. He was involved with baseball for like 40 years. Yeah. Uh, was the first Angel to win the MVP award back in 1979. It was really, Pete, the first DH Mm-hmm. to win the MV, uh, MVP award back in 1979, which was the first time the Angels ever made the playoffs that year. Uh, he, was, uh, he, was, he was one of those guys. He had that unique situation where he was in three consecutive World Series with three different teams. Remember, he was with the A's. Yeah, he was with 88. the Twins. He was with the Red Sox. Red Sox, 86. Twins, 87. A's in 88. And everything that he did in his career, I still remember the Baseball Digest, 1979, him being named MVP. (laughs) Favorite memory of all was that three-run home run in Game 6 of the 87 World Series. By far the only, one of the things I just think of when I covered him as a, uh, when he was with the Rockies, just that home run. He was manager of the year with yeah. the Colorado Rockies. Uh, a great representative for baseball. Very sad. Just 68 years of age. And he was coaching with the Angels up until a couple of years ago. Remember that uh, I was at that game where he was uh, catching the ceremonial first pitch? Yeah. And, and he went down in the crouch and his leg snapped. And he kind of collapsed. And everyone was like, what just happened there? And he was helped off the field. And it turns out his leg broke because his bones were brittle because he's been dealing with this cancer for a long time, 14, 15 years. But they they operated on his leg was healed and he was back out there. What seemed to me like in a very short period of time after your femur breaks, but he got it back together and got back out there and coached for the rest of that season. And then you had the pass in of Darren Dalton, who was an outstanding catcher, three time All Star, certainly one of the leaders of that 93 Phillies team that made it all the way to the Old World Series. Dutch. He had the great hair, man. I mean, I, you know, he was he he had the whole look and everything going yeah. for him. Was also with the Marlins when they won the World Series in '97. So you know, like Baylor, this guy was a winner, right? He was a team leader, a winner. But he dies of brain cancer, and this is like a, this epidemic. Some people perceive like an epidemic. This is the fifth different Philly that played at the vet, which no longer exists. That wow. ended up dying of brain cancer. You had Tug McGraw, Johnny Oates, John Vukovic, and Ken Brett all played for the Phillies at the vet. And now uh, Darren Dalton. And then you think of some of the other guys that played on turf that died of brain cancer, like Gary Carter, all those years in Montreal. Yeah. Dan Quisenberry, Dick Hauser, the former Royals, both dying of brain cancer. So there's this thought that, you know, does this, but then the numbers don't hold up. In other words, the percentage of people in our population that get brain cancer uh, is no different than baseball players. But it, it does seem weird, doesn't it? All these yeah. guys mm-hmm. dying of brain cancer, especially at a very young age. So uh, very sad story of two two guys that were difference makers in the clubhouse as well as on the field. Number two. Is this really a beat or what's Can going on here? stop the Dodgers? <laughs> I sort of got interrupted during my mix. 
I thought yeah. it was the Will Smith Miami yeah. song. I was thinking, can anyone stop this intro? Music <laughs> I thought it was hitting right the tape there for a <laughs> second. What was going on? That was a <laughs> lot of hiccups in that. I hit the record player, yeah. yeah a lot of hiccups there. <laughs> you know when you can stack the 45s on top right. of each other? Yeah. The Dodgers record right now is 79 and 32. Just, just take that in for a second. The Dodgers are 47 games over 500. Jeez. And we still have 51 games to play. They've won 44 of their last 51. When they got to the 43 out of 50, no major league team had done that since the 1912 New York Giants. So in other words, over 100 years since any team had won 43 games in a 50-game span. Although, remember Puig's rookie year? Yeah. They actually had a streak where they won 42 out of 50. That was a remarkable streak. Well, this team won 43 out of 50. I'm asking you right now, Pete. Yeah. Right? I'm going to give you an idea of how times have changed. On this date, August 7th of last year, the Giants had a one-game lead over the Dodgers in the NL West. Today, as we start the day, the Dodgers have a 36-game lead over the Giants. <laughs> Pitching matters. It's very important. So from a year where you're one game behind this team to you are now 36 games ahead of the same team, I ask you, Pete, what is your prediction, the destiny, final destiny of this 2017 Dodgers team? Oh, there's nobody that beats the Dodgers this year. I mean, if they lose... In the World Series, it's still going to be a letdown because when you win this many games and at the trade deadline, you go out and make your pitching staff, which is already body, you make them even more just ridiculous with you Darvish and a couple of very effective lefties in the bullpen. If I mean, the pressure is if it wasn't already heaped on top of them, it is definitely riding on their shoulders in a large way right now. Well, but but you could also say the fact that they've won the National League five years in a row has also added to that pressure. So this well, team has been building for a while they to won this the National point. League, National League. They've won the National League West. Like they haven't been in a World Series since 1988. What I say? The National, they, League, National League West. Right, sorry. right. So, but in none of those years were they expected to get to the World Series. Maybe that one year against the Cardinals when... Clayton Kershaw got lit up, but they weren't expected to beat the Cubs last year. Obviously, the Cubs were the team to beat last year. But right. you're right, Pete. I mean, if if they don't win the World Series this year, it's a disaster. I, I mean, they have to. If you're going to win this many games, you got to win it all. I think the key are those two lefties because if Clayton Kershaw can pitch until he gets in those inning, right? Bring those guys in. Mm. Get out of the inning. And the, and and the look, rest. It's of, not just Kershaw right now. No. Ryu is out of his mind. Maeda is out of his mind. Look at Alex you. Wood is darn near a Cy Young candidate. They have so much. To and they hit home runs all day long. Did they yeah, just. With a bunch of guys you never heard of, like Chris I Taylor. I mean, they just. Where did. I mean, you know, we talk about. You mentioned Chris Taylor. You talk about Bellinger. You talk about Seeger. You talk about all these guys. Who is Chris Taylor? Where did this guy come from? <laughs> Journeyman who reworked his swing. The guy is just, everything is flying out of the park. I mean, they just punished the Mets over the weekend. <laughs> punished. In fact, Friday when we were leaving to go to the airport, we actually rolled by City Field while that Dodger-Mets game was going on. That was, I think they were losing. Yet on Saturday, losing came back, then you just beat them. So right now, I mean, if anything less than a world championship – is a bust for this Dodger team. Number one.
Dodgers hope for a miracle season just got a bit tougher. Yeah, you know, usually when you're a last place team, you get a break in the scheduling. Understand the NFL schedule is based on where you finish and that's how they determine who you play the following year. Now, obviously, you yeah. play the home and home against your own division, but Unless it's you're far, the Patriots, right? And then you you know that you're going to play a rotation of the divisions in the other conference. But the other games within your own conference, the AFC, are determined by finishing last. Yet somehow, the Chargers, after their last place finish, have the third toughest schedule in the NFL this year based on their opponents' records in 2016. So, so much for that break for being a last-place team, Pete. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, it doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense, but I I don't know. I mean, is that just uh, – is that an unfortunate bounce, or was the league kind of – Well, part of it's their own division. I mean, yeah. you're playing teams that – two teams, I think, won 12 games, right? Raiders, Chiefs, yes. and Denver won nine. So, you know, that's six of your games right there. But they have to play New England – um, it, it's look, and they have to play the NFC East. So it's also good. Yeah. It's a, kind of an unfortunate bounce. Right. So they, they unfortunately are going to have a very tough schedule. Just I, look, like losing forest lamp an unfortunate bounce. Is that just a karma thing? When you heard that this kid that was slated to be their starting right guard went down, uh, you're just thinking, man, is, is bad karma, their way. Look, I, I keep getting back. I know I'm like a broken record on this thing, but everyone's everyone is picking the Chargers as a team that will be that breakout team. And I really honestly don't care one way or the other. I mean, to me, the Chargers are right now like any other NFL team. That's the way I look at it. I have no allegiance to them right now. I'm looking at the Chargers like I will look at any NFL team. Mm-hmm. The Bills, Bucks, doesn't matter. Even your Titans. I would yeah. look at them the same way. So I'm look if I'm looking objectively at this team, and you got Phillip Rivers, you got Melvin Gordon, you got Keenan Allen, you got some good skill guys. This Hunter Henry looks like a great young tight end. It starts with that offensive line. I do not think, honestly, on paper, there is a worse offensive line than the Chargers. And part of the reason I say that is four starters, and they had their scrimmage, right? And this was their projected starting offensive line. Four of your five starters were dumped by another team. You didn't sign them away as like some free agent frenzy. These were four guys who were dumped by previous teams that basically you got off the scrap heap. Like their former teams weren't going after them. Russell Okun dumped by the Broncos after leading the league and hurries allowed. Joe Barksdale dumped a couple of years ago. Matt Slauson dumped by the Chicago Bears and Kenny Wiggins you know was is is a backup is basically he's your starting right guard and the only guy that wasn't dumped by another team is your new starting center Spencer Pulley who you didn't even draft he was a free agent rookie i mean i can't imagine a more undistinguished offensive line than what the Chargers have right now. Well, isn't there something to be said for the fact that these guys are not the guys that were there last year? So, look, I get your point that they weren't good enough to stay with their former team, but maybe they're still decent players and they have a chip on their shoulder and something to prove. Or maybe they're just not good. 
Well, the guys that were there last year weren't good either. So yeah, but how the, the the question is? All right, so you got rid of three fifths of your starting offensive line and then replaced them with a bunch of journeymen. That's going to take you from five wins to ten playing in that division. Might take I mean, that's what five to eight. Wouldn't that be an improvement? Do you see five to eight? I do. You do. I please explain this to me. Explain to me how a team that was ranked in the bottom 10 in the league in total defense and did not add a single new player on their defensive side of the football with this offensive line is going to go from five to eight wins playing in a division with the Raiders, Chiefs, and Broncos. Well, I look, first of all, I'm feeling positive about the direction, if for no other reason that they're different guys, that the offensive line will be better than it was last year. And the fact was that the Chargers were in a lot of games that they blew last year. So I'm thinking that they won't blow as many, and health will be a big factor. If guys like Keenan Allen can stay healthy throughout the entire season, they have a real shot at eight wins. I really, I believe that. So you say stay away from injuries, right? I think the move is also going to, has injected them with some energy. Okay, so you say stay away from injuries. How are those first two picks in the draft looking this year? Well, it's, it's, it's an unfortunate talk. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To Two picks the in the draft. Gone. Well, I mean, it, I mean, not, only one of them is officially gone. Mike Williams is... Williams is, will be healthy when he's healthy, Steve. Right, in 2018. We'll see him then. You're not going to, once, once you get to the start of the season, you're not going to care. And then we find out from Philip Rivers, hey, we don't have to worry about Mike Wims. He didn't catch any passes from us. We have Keenan Allen. We got everybody. How about Travis Benjamin picking up where he left off? Did you see uh, uh, Rivers made a nice throw down the field, wide open Travis Benjamin, dropped. That was practice. a great free agent signing. We're talking about practice. That was Steve. a scrimmage to remember Philip Rivers was forced to play in by the organization for all yeah. the fans that showed up out there. <laughs> so uh anyway, I, I just I I but like I said, in my book, Chargers are like everybody else. You know, I'm gonna be just Looking at them and just like, you know, like they're the Tennessee Titans. By the way, are your Titans, I am predicting the Titans will make the playoffs this year. Can you can you leapfrog over the Texans? Of course. Okay. They have no quarterback. Mm-hmm. Titans have a quarterback, a real quarterback. So would you trade right now Marcus Mariota no. for Phillip Rivers? No. No? No. I mean, you have a chance to get a Hall of Fame quarterback, according to some people. Right. Who's in the second to last year of his career. Actually, third to last, but who's counting? <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, speaking of the Chargers, what is it going to be like going to a Charger game at StubHub this year? We're going to tell you. Electric. Coming up next. Hey, what's going on? It's Mark Willard coming up tomorrow at noon on Mark and Rich. It turns out Southern California is going to be quarterback headquarters this year. We'll tell you why on Extra 1360, Fox Sports San Diego. Loose Cannons here on this uh, beautiful Monday. Good to be back. Casa out this week. And, of course, that means Pete Fox. 
is a yeah. cannon this week. Again, by the way, uh, we have just uh, been informed our cannon shot of the day winner today will receive a four-pack of tickets for the Padres Nationals game coming up on Sunday, August 20th. It is Military Appreciation Day, a salute to the military families out there. So it's always a special day uh, when they have that going on out of Petco. So a four-pack of tickets for the Padres Nationals. And, of course, right now the Nationals, uh, second-best team in the National League behind the Dodgers, a likely opponent, potentially, uh, in that National League Championship Series. So remember, give us a call, 570-1360. Follow us on Twitter, at Cannon Hartman, at Pressbox Pete. And you can text us as well at 70470. I'll be there that weekend for the Padres game as a fan, Steve. Really? Yeah. A fan of the Nationals? No. No. Just... Remember, I have the over. I need some more Padre wins here. We've been mm. about 18 more wins, I think. I know that... Uh... Brent will be at the game. That, that, I'm I, always at the game. W- weekend games are just an automatic for you, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if, if, if I can squeeze it in, I'll get to at least one or two during the weekday. and then. Uh, least... By the way, are your Cubs going to hold off the Brewers there in the Central? What's the deal? I hope so. Because that's, you know, that's what we're looking at right now in the National League playoffs, Pete. Dodgers will play the winner of the wild card. Maybe Arizona, maybe Colorado, whoever. Uh, and then it will be probably, if the Cubs can hang on... Uh, we'll take on the Nationals. We're only up by half a game coming yeah. into today. How about how about the Nationals in a seven-game series, Pete, against the Dodgers? Uh, no, Max not Scherzer, chance. not a they, chance. They have good starting pitching, but their bullpen, although they've improved it, it doesn't even match up. Well, then you have the Bryce Harper factor. According right. to uh, Judson Richards, Harper will hit about 10 home runs in that series against the Dodgers pitching. pitching. Look, B- Bryce Harper is quality quality. In the hair department, and he's a pretty good baseball player. Pretty good. <laughs> he's got a nice beard too. <laughs> that guy has hair that just doesn't quit, man. All right, he's really good, and he seems yeah. like a good guy. But he's no Cody Bellinger. No, although I will share a quick story, you know, about face of baseball. So when I was at the Yankee game Tuesday night at Yankee Stadium, and when they played the Tigers, everything's about Aaron Judge, right? Everything. Of course, yeah. And in fact, they had this. You know how they have like the a report on the big screen? They have this. For reporter in the stands, one of those type of guys. So yeah. he was standing there with two dads and their boys, both boys about nine years old. And so the boys are holding this little board in which they've written down who their favorite Yankee is. So they go to the one dad, and, they, and then the dad has to predict who the son wrote down. So the first dad goes, well, his favorite Yankee is Aaron Judge. And the kid turns the card around and says, Aaron Judge. Then that dad turns his son around. He's wearing an Aaron Judge jersey. <laughs> so they go to the next dad and they say, well, "Who's your son's favorite son?" The Gina. dad he doesn't even doesn't even speak. He just turns his son around. He also is wearing an Aaron Judge jersey. So Aaron Judge is the guy at Yankee Stadium. At the game I went to, he didn't even hit the ball out of the infield. Did not even hit hitting Home one run derby curse in effect once again hitting one seventy five since the All Star break. So it, I think it's both. I agree with you. Maybe the home run derby curse, also the curse of trying to live up to the hype like he had during the All Star break of being the new face of baseball. He was swinging at some bad pitches. So while that was going on Saturday, StubHub Center. I am curious. Anybody listening to the Cannons right now that was at StubHub Center on Saturday? There was, I, I think, Pete, they said about 8,000 people showed up, which was a pretty good crowd. 
Yeah, I would I love they- that I would buy that number, much like we we thought the number of 5,000 people at their first practice up there was a bit excessive. Well, did but, you see uh, the picture of their third practice when nobody was there? Yeah. Did you see that? I mean, it's like two minutes before, but there was nobody there. But, I mean, let's test it. I mean, if there were 8,000 people there on Saturday, there must be at least one of those people listening to us right now. Right? It has to be. You'd think, yeah. Okay, so if they if you are that person, you know, you'll be in the running for the canny shot of the day. The Padre tickets, 570-1360. I want to hear from someone to share that experience. Here's what I don't quite get. Uh, first of all, yes, they're playing in a new venue. It's a unique venue, 27,000 seats, Pete. Ticket prices are double, double any other <laughs> prices in the NFL because they have to compensate for the fact that their stadium capacity is less than half of yeah, any yeah. other NFL stadium. So would you pay double the price of a normal NFL ticket for what they're terming as a unique fan experience? No, I would. I mean, look, and it's not just that. You're going to have to pay double and then some because most of the tickets are have gone to brokers. So, it, you know, you're probably looking at upwards of 250 for a cheap seat in there, which is still a pretty good seat. But that's um, I thought for a second uh, when I heard this that the the ownership would be maybe taking it in the shorts a little bit, but that couldn't be the case. So we have to raise the prices, which, look, I, I guess I get that if you're a San Diego Charger fan, you're like, I'm not going up there. A, I got to make the drive, and B, I got to spend more money. I'm not doing it. So uh, we, we've heard from a lot of people on the phone, Steve, that say, look, they're my team. I'm not willing to quit them just yet, but I'm definitely not financially supporting them in any way. Not buying any tickets, jerseys, hats, anything that financially supports them, I'm not doing it. So that's kind of the line that a lot of people have drawn. By the way, uh, your stadium experience, here's what we did find out Saturday. So the people that were able to show up were like season ticket holders, so they got a free ride getting in. Tell you what wasn't free. They had concessions on sale. Let me give you three prices right now. Water, $5. Yeah. $5. I need a water. It's a hot day. Five bucks. It's about beer, though. What's the beer? Beer. $14. Ah, that's that's 24 ounces, though, right? And then if you wanted a grilled cheese, 15 bucks. What? <laughs> $15 for a grilled cheese. How big of a grilled cheese are we talking about? Well, they called it a special grilled cheese. It's like Texas toast Texas size. Texas toast, yeah, right. te- <laughs> <laughs> So let's say you got... Uh, Two grilled cheese sandwiches and two beers. All right. So that that's what, is. That's what you would have paid for it in Manhattan. <laughs> right. Exactly. That would have cost you 58 bucks. Jesus. Okay. Welcome to StubHub. Ugh. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there are some unique seats at StubHub. Uh, one guy that actually paid the top dollar, $350 is the highest price for a ticket there, face value. Uh, and he got two tickets, so it's like seven grand or something like that. Uh, he paid for the two tickets. Um, I'm telling you what I, I what you really could not capture at a scrimmage that is part of being a regular game, Pete, is that you've got all these players standing on the sidelines. You know, soccer players are half the size of football players, and they sit. Yeah, yeah. They sit on the sidelines. So you're NFL in the first players few don't rows, what you're saying is you're you're looking over the football players. If you look at the photos from Saturday, forget the crowd size. Just look at where those lower seats are 
and then think of an NFL game with everybody standing on the sidelines and tell me what you could possibly see. Just I'm just looking at it. Look at that photo. There are many photos that were taken out at StubHub on Saturday. Look at that and look at those lower seats and then project a regular NFL game where everybody is standing. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A lot of On charger butts. Staring at those charger butts. Yeah, let's see if you... And then you paid double the price of any regular NFL ticket uh, to get those seats. I think there's going to be a few people that are going to be uh, upset about that. Uh, we'll see. I'm mean, Again, when you talk about home field advantage, how can the Chargers have home field advantage at a field they never played at before? Aren't they going to be new to StubHub, just like every other team that comes into StubHub? Well, there are people getting on the L.A. Chargers bandwagon, believe it or not. There are? Yeah. Who? I don't know them, but uh, you, know, you see them around. <laughs> no, I mean, give me a name. I want a name. I'm, I'm looking for a name right now. Do you I got? don't know anybody personally. I, I saw some uh, San Diego Charger license plate frames today on cars. <laughs> okay. So in my neck of the woods. Well, the, the first show. game at StubHub is going to be Sunday. They take on the Seahawks. We'll see how many people show up that day to see the first preseason game for the now L.A. Chargers. By the way, if you hate preseason football, we have come up with the obvious solution. We'll share it with you coming up next. Tomorrow morning on Hardwick and Richards, you can win tickets to go see Dirks Bentley, but you got to play Name That Quote at 745. And we've moved past the 2017 Hall of Fame class. Who should make the 2018 class? We'll talk about that starting at 6 a.m. and extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Loose cannons. Remember, you have a shot at cannon shot of the day. 570-1360. At cannon, Harbin at press box. Pete. Text us 70470 for a four-pack of tickets for the Padres Nationals game coming up Sunday, August 20th. It is Military Appreciation Day. Preseason football. By the way, Steve, $53 for third-row tickets to see Chargers in their first preseason game. $53, what? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, tell them how much it jumps when the season yeah, starts. Yeah, exactly. It's up to 160 by the time the season starts. Preseason football is ridiculous. Let me ask you this. How many preseason games do they have in college football? Zero. Zero. Point zero. How many preseason zero. games Point zero. do you have in high school football? Zero. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So why do we have preseason games in the NFL? That's a great question. Money. All right. Let me talk. You, you mentioned money, Brent. Let me, let me tell you about making more money. So the NFL, they were, they're trying to expand the season from 16 to 18 games, Pete. And the, and the reason is they want to make more money, right? And the player's a little hesitant. But I have a solution that will please the owners and please the players. So here's what we do. No preseason football. None. Okay. Zero. So here's what you do. Training camp begins three weeks before the first regular season game. Three weeks, all right? 
So you have three weeks of training camp. Which is, it's now what, five weeks? Well, or is it six? It's, it's like six, about six okay. weeks. But you have right, three so weeks of preseason uh, of training camp, three okay. weeks. And I, the reason I came up with three weeks, I've talked to NFL players because sure. of the offseason conditioning and everything else. Plus, you have mini camps and everything else. Three weeks is more than enough. You then play an 18-game schedule. Now, right now, teams play a 16-game schedule over 17 weeks. Everyone has that by week. So they have 17 weeks of regular season football to sell. Now you will play an 18-game schedule over 20 weeks. Oh, an extra bye week. So everybody gets two buys, and your buys must be no less than four or five games apart. So now the NFL is selling not a 17-week package. They're selling a 20-week package. So this way, there's far more money rolling in for the owners and the players and that'll compensate them for the fact that they're playing two more regular season games. No more preseason football. And then just to add to it, I'm adding one more wild card team. So instead of having six teams out of each conference, you have seven. So instead of just the first two teams getting a bye, only the team with the best record in the conference gets a bye. You're not adding any weeks to the playoffs. You're really not adding any weeks to the season. Because right now, when you talk about even the, the Hall of Fame game, Till the last regular season week, that's 22 weeks. Now we got 20 weeks. So you're yeah. tightening up. You get more games, more real games to sell, more money rolling in, and we rid ourselves of preseason football. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming the players would be all for that. I don't know how the union would feel about it, but I'm assuming they would be fine. It always, the argu argument always comes back. We're playing two extra games that have more meaning or at least meaning on them. Yes. So therefore, you know, the injury opportunity is now increased. Plus you're getting so, one extra uh, bye week. You get two right. bye weeks during the course of a season. Yeah, and from a, I'm sure the fans would be all over. They'd have no problem with it because if you're a season ticket holder, you're only paying for one extra game. Well, you're paying full price for preseason football as a season ticket holder. That's true. You are. You're full required price. Yeah. Right. You have no choice. So, you know, the Chargers, for instance. Price they might have, even go down. No, you're paying full price for two meaningless scrimmages. So the, um, to me, this – and I've, I've, I've thrown this idea out to several players. Yeah. And they all look at me like it's too obvious. It makes all the sense in the world. More money coming in. Forget the preseason. Two buys? Take it any time. Add a wild card team? I sign up tomorrow. By the way, I also got into this conversation, Pete, about uh, you, know, you know how the NFL suddenly is looking into this whole idea about legalizing – uh, marijuana use yes, in the NFL. And so, gambling. So I I asked uh, Brady Papinga Saturday when I was doing the show with him, former NFL linebacker, what do you think is more important to the players right now? More money or getting high? And he said, I believe there would be more. If you had a show of hands saying, we have two choices. You either choose to make more money, but you will still get busted if you smoke marijuana, or... You'll stay at the salaries you are now, but you can smoke as much pot as you want and no repercussions. He said the majority of the players would say, I'll take a, a marijuana uh, any day of the week. That's how huh. many players smoke it during the course of a season. Primarily for injury, though, right? Exactly the point. I'm yeah. not just saying it's recreational. 
You know, a lot of guys say, I, I would rather smoke pot than pop all those pills. All those opiates and everything I'm, you know, are going to kill me? Forget it. Yeah, we got into this last week, and uh, you know the advancements in marijuana usage when it comes to medicinal value sure. uh, ha- has changed drastically. You you know they have these CBD oils that you can you know you can take it in pill form where you're not even smoking. Now I don't know if if that's part of the appeal to some people, but you can get the benefits without even smoking anything. Yeah, I, I just uh, it, but it's interesting how the players' mentality. You know, you, you would think, well, of course, they're going to fight for a runny. But this this marijuana issue is huge in the NFL. And apparently, at least according to Brady Papinga, there would be more players supporting that than even trying to get more money. Maybe they're looking at it from the point of view of if, let's say, they would take the money and not the pot. Then they get suspended. They're going to lose out on money anyway. So maybe right. they're just saying that it's going to balance itself out between you know, four game suspensions and all the other stuff, it's just going to balance itself out. But also, if you're an owner, you're saying to yourself, hey, you know, we have a way of uh, keeping some money in our pocket. Let them smoke all they want. I, and- it's interesting. It's it's surprising to me that they're, the discussions are positive, that they're moving in that direction. I didn't yeah. think that day would ever come. Well, they almost have to, though, because the more and more states that legalize it, right. it's, it's forcing their hand because it's going to... Legalize gonna, it. <laughs> you know, in, I, in but, 10 years, it's going to be the equivalent of going after practice and having a beer. They're yep. just, but they're, again, it, it does, like Pete said here, Brent, I mean, it it comes down to what what is worse for you, popping all those opiates or smoking pot? If it's going to help you heal your body or deal with the pain of playing in the National Football League. All right. It is time to qualify summer right now for the cannon shot of the day. A drum roll, please. This out. Cannon shot came from. This is a tweet from Chris. As San Diegans, we should be loving what the Dodgers are doing to the Chargers. You'll find them in the coupon page of the Times. Groupon. <laughs> think, think about this. If the Dodgers are in the World Series, who's going to be paying attention to the Chargers in October in L.A.? Nobody. Nobody. If the Dodgers are making their first run to a world championship since 1988, nobody is going to be caring about the Chargers. Between the Dodgers and now they're going to get the Olympics here in a few years? Well, not only that, as soon as the Dodgers over, Lakers season starts with Lonzo Ball. Oh, and that's right, USC might be on their way to a national championship with and Sam then Darnold. And it's LeBronzo. And, exactly. So. I love that name. LeBronzo. <laughs> All right, we get ready. Coming up, uh, it was quite a day on Saturday in Canton, Ohio. Hall of Fame class of 2017. And yes, something happened during the ceremonies that has never happened before. We'll share it with you coming up next. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.